2: Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer.
1: Brought to you by World of Spas Edmonton's number one hot tub And swim spa dealer
2: The ideal place to start your daily vacation On Oilers Radio
0: 630 Chan Hour number two of Oilers Now 105 in Edmonton in 23 seconds time We'll hook up with Edmonton Oilers Forward Evander Kane, Cam Moon Will join us today from about one twelve to 2 o'clock Second hour of Oilers Now For World of Spas Special thanks to Dave Jameson for sliding by in the opening hour, and we'll head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. 7804960063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it. Open 24 7, 365. Uh, he's certainly been out there doing a lot of uh, community events. He's playing ball hockey, playing hockey, you name it, he's around. We welcome back to the show, Edmonton Oilers Forward, Evander Kane. Hello, Evander. It's Bob. How you doing? How you doing, Bob? Good to see. Good to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tell us where you are today.
1: I am. um, I'm at a school here uh, visiting some kids. just uh, a little bit south uh, of Edmonton here in, uh, in a great
0: community. Yeah, Maskit. It's now here's I, I'm probably going to get uh, somebody upset with me in terms of the pronunciation. Uh, when I was growing up, the community was called Hobima. They had a junior A team. It's now called Ma- I believe Masca Chase is the proper pronunciation of it. And there's you're correct. All right, and there's several. Uh, there's several, there's multiple nations that are involved with it, um, so it's, it, it's interesting, it's just, I think it's great, you do, this is not the first time, I know you did uh, an event uh, out at the uh, River Cree as well, back in the, I think in the spring, where were you yesterday, by the way?
1: I was, uh, I was up at Surgeon Lake yesterday, um, took a little propeller plane up there, uh, and, and visited the, uh, Community up in Surgeon right there, so um, which was a lot of fun. It was, it was a little bit, w- a little bit better uh, weather uh, yesterday than it is today. But, yeah, uh, we're making it happen. Yeah, making it happen. What is it
0: for? You know, we I know that you did the the thing at Christmas. Uh, we have a mutual acquaintance, uh, Trent Brown, who uh, I did his games as well, Evander. That's how old I am. Uh, back in the late <laughs> 1980s, uh, but uh, and he was a hell of a football player. Uh, but I, I know you and uh, Trent. Up for an event for you know underprivileged uh, families and that sort of thing. Uh, is this just for for you? Is it part and parcel of something that you like to get involved with from a community outreach perspective?
1: One hundred percent. You know, I think uh, one of the things I said when I first, I think when I had my first press conference uh, when I got to Edmonton um, was that uh, give me some time uh, before before you kind of judge me. Um, you know. I think that was about two and a half years ago. I said that, and um, this is something that I've always done in every city I've played for. And, and I kind of sound like a broken record, but I keep getting asked that question. Um, you know, kind of watch change. I said, well, nothing's really changed. I think Edmonton as a community has really embraced me, and, and I've really embraced them. And I think, you know, obviously, when you play in a, in a Canadian market um, for an original six team like Edmonton. Um, for a team with their rich history, um, these things kind of get amplified a little bit, and I think that's great because it it makes others want to do uh, similar things uh, to impact the community in a positive way. So, for me, it's it's nothing new. It's it's something that uh, I'm definitely proud of and, and, and enjoy, and I like really close. We're joined right now by yeah. Orders.
0: Yeah, Edmonton Oilers forward of Kane, Bob Stauffer, with you on Oilers now. So, uh, tell me this: when you when you like, do you get a You know, people say, "Well, you know, it's great for the kids and great," but it's got to be great for you personally, just to see the warmth that you're received with, because and the impact that you can make in some of those communities who maybe never seen uh, an NHL player, and you're a, you're a higher profile NHL player. Well, one hundred
1: percent. I think. Um like I said, I, I, I definitely feel the love here in Edmonton. Um, and I'd be lying if, if I if I told you that doesn't feel good. That feels good for any player who plays uh, in any city. Um, and I think, like I said, like I was about to say, um, I've created a lot of real special relationships and, and, and lifelong friends uh, already here in Edmonton. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, makes me feel good and, and makes me feel really comfortable about being here all right just
0: uh just uh to quickly touch are, are you playing ball hockey and ice hockey like beer league hockey and, like this is another thing you're in town you're actually are you playing on a team right
2: now
1: no no no, no. i'm, I'm <laughs> i think i'm still listed on the on my buddy's roster there they had a playoff game last night but uh my equipment's coming back up from LA uh, okay. early next week, so so I won't be getting any beer league hockey in for uh, for a little bit here. But All right. um, yeah, maybe I might pop out for one more game uh, before training camp starts. We'll see.
0: And you've got uh, the the sparkling mineral water uh, uh, launch going as well. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's actually why why uh, one of the reasons also I'm, I'm up here uh, for these couple of days here is um, I have uh, our. Uh, Luso event, uh, which is a which is a healthy, really healthy, pure sparkling mineral water that uh, is sourced uh, back in eastern Canada um, that we have going on tonight uh, downtown. So, um, looking forward to that as well, and um, should be uh, a lot of fun tonight. I,
0: I I must have uh, missed uh, the uh, the invite list on that. Of course, I know when you see me, the first thing you think of Bob, is the guy. Bob,
1: your address your your address isn't one one one.
0: Order Street. yeah exactly number number one orders fan i was gonna say it's not like i've mixed it <laughs> you, you could tell i haven't mixed in a lot of waters when we're on the team plane so <laughs> well
1: how about this how about this i'll put you on the list for tomorrow night and we can get you some water uh, or,
0: <laughs> it's awesome hey look thank you for squeezing us in. i think uh, i we're getting a lot of real positive feedback with the these events that you're doing evander um you know um there's there's great expectation for the orders in the upcoming season i'd be remiss without uh, you you've been back on the ice uh, how's the rest feel uh you're battling through a couple different i think you had a busted finger you told us after the vegas series i i know it's it, it's got to suck when you're that close i'm sure it drives you even forward but uh, you know how are you feeling like, are you like are you are you starting to get some of that touch back and that sort of thing uh when when you're on the ice right now
1: yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I know the, like, the healing process until in am you know, the wrist, there's still some, some numbness around, but I have full mobility. Uh, I feel good on the ice. Um, I feel that I'm, I'm able to perform, uh, the way I need to perform, uh, when it comes to the stuff, some other issues, uh, that I dealt with, uh, soon after I came back from the wrist injury, which, uh. Felt great at the time, but uh, the body's feeling good now. I, I've gotten some rest. Um, I'm back on the ice and I'm, I'm back in the gym, so um, we'll be ready to go come uh, come training camp and, and come uh, game one of the regular season.
0: Uh, look forward to seeing you in the fall, and I'm pretty sure uh, James H. Brown's going to be bidding on you in the golf tournament. Just uh, to wrap that yeah, up.
1: Yeah, I, I told him he needs. I told him he needs to double it up here. Double good to up you. his bid from last year. Oh
0: well, all right, great stuff. Hey, Vander, thank you for squeezing us in. Okay. No problem. Thanks, Bob. See you later. Talk to you later. You bet. That is Evander Kane of the Edmonton Oilers. It is 113 in Edmonton. Uh, we will tell you that uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors. Text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. It's open Monday through Saturday. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Uh, tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Cam Moon is coming up in about uh, 90 seconds time, he's not on Twitter, at least not as Cam Moon. Uh, he's probably on Twitter with one of those, what I call them things, ghost accounts. Evander Kane, by the way, was our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W I L H A U K today. Back with Cam Moon when we return on Oilers Now.
2: Yeah. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent-Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630Chad.
0: It is 117 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Guests in Oilers Now receive gift cards to Japanese Village Edmonton's favorite Teppanyaki Steak Restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca. Don and his staff will take care of you. We bring aboard Cam Moon. Hello, Cam. How are you? Doing very well. Yeah, it's nice to hear from Evander. All right, so let's start there. Yes, Uh, because we're in Ottawa, we're doing the afternoon game in Ottawa on that Saturday. He's back for like his second. I think he came back to play Philly, and then Ottawa might have been his second game. Okay, and uh, all of a sudden he's fighting Brady Kachuk, and you and me are looking at each other (laughs) like, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" (laughs) Like, he come back from that type of injury. Now, I think we <laughs> both know he might have gotten inside the gorilla bit of Matthew Kachuk during the Battle of Alberta series here before. Brady is one tough he SOB is. and he's the better fighter of the two brothers and I think I've never we've never asked Evander about this and I don't it, what 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 happens on the ice or off the ice between players, whatever it's yeah. none of our business
2: somehow they ended up dropping the gloves. And that was a hell of a fight. It was. I, I wonder if, in his case, that was something where he wanted to prove to himself that he's he's back and he's 100%. I don't know. Or was it just spur of the moment, heat of the moment, right. organic tilt? Which, that happens. Sometimes that happens. You take a punch in the mouth or whatever, a stick in the back of the leg, your sour grapes, you just get at it. The No preconceived notion. But I, I don't know. We, we would have to ask him, but... Part of it could have been just to prove to himself that he's good to go, and he was good to go. So I'm going to ask people,
0: you can text us on the Ashley Flores text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. There was a lot of criticism when the Edmonton Oilers mm-hmm. brought Evander Kane in. Mm-hmm. It was a free player. He chose to come here. Smart move by him. He knew what he was doing. It's a oh, team yeah. with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. I did not know that he was going to be... Is heavily involved in the community initiatives. Did you?
2: No. I had no clue that he was out there doing stuff like this all the time. But I love it. Yeah. I think as as NHL players, or MLB, or NFL, or CFL, any of them, that you're, for a short period of time, you're gonna be in a position where you're very much look, looked up to. And because you're in that position, I think it's a little bit, and everybody's different. Everybody's personality is different. It's a bit of responsibility to to give back and to do good in the community when you have that type of platform. You're you're put in that position. You're making very good money. Again, it's tough and it's a grind, and you really got to work to get there. And you put in your time. I totally understand that. And you're the best of the best of the best. But it it I really like seeing guys that will donate their time, money, whatever it is, to good causes that they see in the community. It makes our community better. Yeah, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 63 I bet you there's some people
0: out there who are like, why in the hell are they signing a Vander- I don't want Oh, yeah. And very quickly, they became fans of his. And, they, I mean, he led the league in, uh, a year ago in the 2022 playoffs. He tied for the League of uh, Playoff Goals. Right. Which yeah. is ironically Leon Dreisettle did that this year and didn't play the final two rounds. So <laughs> I mean it's it's pretty impressive. Um, I think he's due for a you know if he plays a full season and he gets forty percent of the first unit power play time, Hyman gets sixty percent I think Kane's a thirty-goal, sixty-point guy this season. Like I think that I'm, you know, like yeah, uh, you know, only he knows what his touch, you know, what his touch is going to be like, you know, with the with the stick and everything that he dealt through through the wrist injury. I'm I'm surprised how quickly he came back for that. Like you know, that was amazing because we were scared when that was happening on the ice. Yeah, that wasn't a good. That was not a bad. So Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. All right. Because you, we just had Dave Jamison in the studio. Love Dave okay, Jamison. I, I got to, uh, um, and sometimes there's um, uh, a Saturday night meeting of <laughs> some washed up Hasbians Saturday night <laughs> in, yeah. in the city's south side, and, and so we've had the the privilege of having some of these conversations before. Yes. Uh, we were talking a bit about the, the state of where the went. So this show's called Oilers Now of course, Cam and me both work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. I think we're quite bullish of where the team's at. Some people have, you know, you guys haven't won anything. Well, you're right. They haven't won anything. They have had two pretty decent playoff runs. They didn't get to where they ultimately wanted to get to. We're talking about the health of the respective franchises. I want to read Haji. He's one of the smarter and we've got some really smart people out there. So don't be offended if I'm just saying Haji's smart. Uh, Certainly smarter than some of the hosts. This comes in. Bob, as an Oiler fan and a Riders fan, I argued to some form of salary management in the NHL and CFL for years. I find it somewhat ironic to sit here and listen To an Euler fan, blame a salary management system on the issues now plaguing the Eskimos. The Riders have found success since the implementation of the cap. The Eulers, too, have realized success, however, still have not achieved the pinnacle. The difference between the Eulers and the Elks, this is from Haji, uh, is that the Oilers have a plan in place and have found stability in a strong group of managers from top down. I'm not sure the Elks will ever have success with the power situated at the coach, the D coach, the manager at all, all on the same level. And as a Rider fan, I hope the Elks keep Chris Jones forever. This one comes just from Haji. Well, Haji, if you're listening closely to what I'm saying, I'm saying... That in 2006, I think that's when things turned for the Edmonton Eskimos, and that's around the time that the discussions took place in the salary gap, that it was inevitably going to uh, catch up to them, specifically on the Canadian side, because they raided the Hamilton tie Cats and the Saskatchewan Roughriders for a year, and Winnipeg, for years, because they had more money. And you just heard Dave Jamison talk about where Doug Peterson and Terry Vaughn were getting paid, and they were moving money around. And i got to tell you, that's, to a certain degree, thoroughly admirable. It's kind of the same reason why the Quebec Ramparts and the London Knights are always good in uh, the Quebec Major Junior League and in the OHL as well, right? So um, I I do think the—I've never understood why Gary Bettman gets booed in Canada. Oh, yeah, Gary, I don't Gary, get that either. Gary Bettman pushing for the salary cap in the NHL and getting a deal and a hard cap has allowed Canadian teams to be I know we have people that think that they're going to do everything possible so Canadian teams can't win. I don't buy that for a second. I think it's just harder because of the pressure of playing in a Canadian market to win. Uh, but the Oilers have got a competitive team. and it's It hasn't been perfect. They've made mistakes along the way. It took a long time to get there, but they're in a pretty healthy place right now. So And you know what? Maybe somebody knew back in 2006, if they didn't commit to Canadians, it would start the process of undermining. Now, Hugh Campbell left in and around that time as well, and he was a pretty substantial part of the Edmonton Eskimo success, basically from 1970. Seven or right, Ray Yock was was no he was there in seventy seven that was he his first. was there yeah seventy seven was, was seventy six uh, from nineteen seventy seven really until when he like a thirty year run with the exception of a couple years down in the states right with the Express and then Houston so what do you think do you buy like I kind of get what Haji's saying but yeah we're not actually saying like what I would do with the CFL is I just have quarterbacks you're allowed one quarterback you sign doesn't count against
2: the cap every team in the league can do that. Yeah, I wouldn't be against that. I, I'm not so worried about looking back. I, I'm more worried about looking forward. All right. Like, so, how what I, are we doing from now? Because you still buy tickets yes, and go all, all go. the games. It what? would be. You know what? You know what? The easiest thing to do is when they're not doing well, is to bail on them. Yeah. And I'm not taking the easy way out. Yeah, I'm sticking to So you are a glutton for punishment, yes! is what you're saying. I'm there no matter what. So I watch all of the games. Yep. Okay, I'm
0: not gonna lie to you. I don't buy a lot of tickets to go to the games. Okay, that's weird. mm.
2: (laughs) Are you are you calling me cheap? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) No, no, I'm just just because it would be the truth. I Uh, am I am kind of cheap. I don't. I I heard your comments earlier in the show about uh, the uh, buying of drinks and. And how you don't do that? I did hear that when you had David. Well, on. I don't. Yeah. Come on, you and me don't pound it back. No, so, that's true. We
0: don't. Right? Like one and done on the plane. That's it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe after a win, not after a loss. That's right. And nary a word from us on the plane either, ever. Quietest two guys on the plane. Pie hole shut. We've already talked yes. all night. Well, exactly.
2: I don't need to talk more.
0: Yeah. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Derek Scott's just laughing over here. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob and Cam, I heard a rumor that Steve Stales is no longer listed uh, with the Oilers, and congratulations are in order if he becomes Ottawa's new GM. Well, I don't know if he was ever, actually. on. I I don't know what's going on with... Like, you're not on the... uh, No, I don't care. Yes, you don't care, right? I don't care. But this is from Glenn the bartender, so I'm reading Glenn's uh, uh, text. How... uh, I have Keith Kratsky and Brad Holland as the heir parents when Ken hangs up the skates. What are your thoughts from Glenn, the bartender? Well, Jeff Jackson's going to oversee this process with some consultation with Paul Coffey. It was clear in the Oilers release when they announced Jeff Jackson that Paul was taking on a little bit more responsibility as well. So mm-hmm. I think that that combination uh, along with Oilers, I would think along with Oilers owner Daryl Cates would have some thoughts about maybe who would be the next GM. Yeah. I, I, I like I could see a scenario Ken Ken Holland right now is president GM of the Edmonton Oilers It's in the last year of his deal I could see maybe in a year from now I mean just logically looking at it maybe Jeff Jackson becomes CEO and president and then a general manager is hired is it an internal candidate I guess it could be could it be an external candidate of course it could be could Ken Holland ultimately decide to stay for another year or two? maybe he does I don't know or maybe he's ready to uh, to move on I mean he's he has a grandfather. He's got a lot, you know. But you know it would be pretty cool. What's that? Well, what if the orders
2: won next year? Wouldn't that be nice?
0: They eh? It's definitely possible. You know, it's funny, Cam, because you were down in Red Deer listening to the show. When, when the orders hired Ken, there was a fair amount of criticism that day that, oh, they'd hired him. An- you know, look at Detroit's draft record the last, which there's a degree of truth to it. wasn't great. Uh, you know, 15, 16 drafts were already being yeah. questioned by 2019, and rightfully so. Uh, Jenny Svechnikoff, who's on his third NHL team, Dennis Jalowski's right out of the NHL. It's not, he's playing in the American League now. That's it's, it's interesting how it's all worked out. All right, uh, off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. More with Cam Moon coming up.